business is at last on the front foot when it comes to sustainability leadership. It's not altruism, not simply greenwash, just common sense in the face of some compelling resource economics. The 1966 spaghetti western, The Good, The Bad and The Ugly, ends in a shootout. That's how things felt the last time we met at Rio Plus 10 in 2002 in Johannesburg. There was a standoff between government, business and civil society about whose turn it was to take the lead on sustainability. Oh yes, it was about cross-sector partnerships, dialogues, trialogues and, of course, grassroots democracy. But you first, we urged each other. You see, you have the money. No, you've got the power. No, you've got the intellect. Ah, but you have the will. Business has since taken a lead. In the last ten years, I've helped hundreds of global businesses map out the challenges and opportunities that sustainable development presents. I've learned that leading businesses understand that change is inevitable. They understand that if we are living in an unsustainable system, then by definition, that means that things have to change. If not in the form of solutions, then in terms of large-scale social, economic and environmental shifts. Either way, they want to survive. Businesses can sometimes be brilliant at managing change. You see, for business, sustainability is about change and how we respond to it. And business as usual is done in a landscape of change. Mind you, business is not by any means all on the same page. There are plenty of plodders out there, but there are also leaders the emerging evangelicals for whom sustainability has become a new corporate belief system. Household names ready to completely reinvent their core business models, if necessary, to meet their newfound commitments. Then there are the eco-capitalists who salivate at the size of the new markets that sustainability disrupts, regardless of their beliefs. Global engineering companies displaying tactics and repertoires of activism normally associated with environmental activists. And there are the asset managers in the city, for whom recent investment trends are a source of enormous optimism. There is a sustainable business revolution underway right now. We just don't all get to see it so clearly. Partly because people who are good at making money from disruption don't shout about it, but just get on with it quietly, doing more and more in the hope that others don't get there too quickly. The smart money understands that this is the century of resource constraints. The smart money is flowing right now into land, resources, green technologies, new business models, and the rest, well... That's in your pension fund, if you're lucky. So what is sustainability leadership about? Well, take a group of sustainability managers from various organisations and ask them to form a line in terms of how they rate their sustainability leadership on a scale of one to six. 
one being complete laggards, and six being true sustainability champions. Invariably, there is no line at all. They cluster up at levels five and six, leaving the rest of the room empty. Two days training later, and I asked them to make the line again. This time, few dare wander beyond level three. So what changed? Well, they learned that compliance, even when done spectacularly, efficiently well, is not leadership. They learned that leadership is about doing things differently to how we behaved in the past, about admitting uncertainty around their cherished core strategies, about experimenting, learning, and about sensing the future as it emerges. Above all, leadership is about humility in the face of some spectacularly complex economic, social, and environmental challenges. Looking back over the last four decades, it's clear we have made some progress. In the 70s, we flirted with a new philosophy of development. The 80s were all about the flow of ideas to tackle environmental problems. The 90s were about principles and targets, such as those underpinning the Rio Conventions launched in 1992. The noughties were all about action. Now, this decade, it is about accountability. From a business perspective, I see at least three reasons to be cheerful. First, we have recently seen genuine improvement in what policy wonks call policy fragmentation. To you and me, governments are getting better at organising themselves in a joined-up way to deliver truly sustainable development. You see, policy is a critical driver in the business landscape. And the 2007-8 financial crisis has paid some unintended dividends in the form of enlightened green growth strategies across both the developed and developing world. Second, and linked, there are signs that we're on our way to measuring growth in new ways. The once radical ecological economics idea that growth is not just about quantity but quality now seems to have traction. Even the OECD. The belly of the growth beast, if ever there were, is itself busy championing new ways to measure greener growth, and of course, this is a key theme of Rio Plus Twenty. Third, at the company level, we are taking measurement and accountability far more seriously. When I see my business colleagues sweating about the next carbon disclosure deadline. And the new emerging practice of integrated reporting, I know business is changing. We manage what we measure, and there are signs that business is finally measuring up to the challenge. The Open University. For more information, go to www.open.edu/itunesu.